This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. So what year is it? It's 2020, right? 2020. 2020. I mean, oh my God, doesn't that sound futuristic? It's so futuristic, right? <laughs> I mean, th this is the future. We are in the future. So my question to you today is, where's my flying car? Where's my flying car? Uh, I was on a board the other day and they were complaining about self-driving cars. They were going, self-driving cars, self-driving cars. People are always talking about self-driving cars, autonomous vehicles, blah, blah, blah. Futures are saying when autonomous vehicles get here, 2 million people will be out of work, autonomous vehicles this, autonomous vehicles that, and blah, 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 blah. And the reality is, is that where are they? Where are they? We've been talking about auto autonomous vehicles for, for, it seems like forever. But where are they? Where are the autonomous vehicles? Huh? I don't know where they are. Where are they? So all this time, and here we are in 2020. 2020 is so futuristic. It is the future. We're here. Where are the autonomous vehicles? And in fact, not even the autonomous vehicles. Where are the autonomous flying cars? Huh? We should have flying cars by now. I mean, even... I forget who it was. Things to Come. There was some old movie called Things to Come. We had flying cars in 1930, 1950, 1960, 1970. Where are the flying cars? They're not here yet. Come on. They were in the future. So here's the thing. I think we are in a rut. And the reason why we're in a rut when it comes to innovation, and it's been going on for a while now, is that we're afraid we're scared, we're worried, we're concerned. We are, let's say, we're putting our safety over innovation. And I'll tell you what's happening. If you, you look at, if you look at history, there was a period of time from maybe around the 1880s to, I don't know, 1930, 1940, whatever, you know, maybe it's a little bit after the war, where there was a so much innovation going on. It was unbelievable. We invented the car. We invented the airplane. We invented jet engines. We invented this, 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 computers. We invented so much in this time frame. It was, it was mind-boggling how much we invented in this time frame. Mind-boggling. And then since then, we've slowed down to a trickle. And now we hardly invent anything except for maybe uh, smarter phones and some more technology, like under-the-cover stuff. But we haven't, I mean, the, the jet airplane has not changed much since it was first invented in the 30s, right? It's gotten more efficient. The internal combustion engine has not changed, has changed quite a bit, but it's still internal combustion. All of these things that we invented way back when are just better versions of what we invented way back when. What have we invented since then? We invented so many things in that period between 1880 and, and, and 1950 that Nowadays, you look at what we're inventing, and it's like the smartphone. What else are we inventing? Even computers have been around forever. So we're, we're, we're stuck in a rut. And I think the reason why we're stuck in a rut is that we are not. We're so worried. We're so concerned. We're so afraid of 
hurting ourselves in the progress of inventing and disrupting and creating new things, that we hold ourselves back. We hold ourselves back from really pushing forward. I mean, look at, look at the invention of flight. Look at the invention of the car. These inventors were willing to die, literally willing to hurt themselves and die to invent these things. And they did. They did. Some of them did. Some of them hurt themselves pretty badly. Some of them died in the pursuit of innovation, in the pursuit of building technologies that would make life better for all of us, all of us. And today, with, you know, you have one tragedy where one person gets killed or a crew of a shuttlecraft gets killed or whatever gets a shuttlecraft, <laughs> space shuttle gets killed. And we go, okay, that's it. Let's pull back. That, that pushed back the space program 10 years. And I'm like, why did something like that? Put, I mean, it's horrible that all these people died, but why did it push back the space program by 10 years? Why can't we just continue moving forward? I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who would love to get on the space shuttle. I'm sure there's people out there who would, who would kill for the chance to be involved in these new technologies. Look at the um, recent ruling on uh, first right to try or whatever, where these, these, these crazy uh, drugs where people are, are, are in these diseases where they're definitely going to die. There's no, there's no if, ends, or buts. They're definitely going to die. And the FDA takes forever to approve this drug. Why not give them the chance to try the drug before it's approved? Why not give them that? We're just starting to see that now. So I think the human race has gone through a period of time, or maybe just in America, mostly in America, a period of time where we've pulled back on ourselves. We've, we've, we've said to ourselves, should we do these things? Should we progress like this? Should we, should we do this next thing? Should we invent this next thing? Should we go to the next thing? Should we make humanity better? Should we do these things? And the reality is, is that that's not what drives innovation forward. What drove innovation forward so much between 1880 and, and 1950 was people were willing to innovate at the, at the, at the expense of their safety and security. And now we are not willing to innovate at the expense of our safety and security. So if you ask me, we need to create zones where individuals are free to innovate outside of the bounds of their security and safety. Because if we go back to that time where people were just doing stuff, they were, they were experimenting, they were trying all these different things. And they may not have had safety procedures in place. I mean, if you look at this, some of the old... Uh, Apollo spacecraft, you, you cannot believe how people went into space with these rickety things with less power than, you know, your, your pocket calculator. Less power in their computer than your, your pocket calculator. You, I mean, how did those people do this? Whereas today we can barely walk across the, feet, across the street without our smartphone. I mean, what has happened to humanity as a race of individuals forging a future. We've gotten so afraid of the future that we don't want to go there, except for there's a few people who want to forge that future. They're pushing towards that future. And I think what we need to do is we need to get more people. And I think, I think there are a lot of people who want to do this, but they're held back by others in government and the, the legal system, et cetera, that are saying, you can't do this. But I'm sure that there's plenty of people out there who want to move forward. They want to do these things. 
So I suggest that we create these zones. I mean, I know uh, President Trump created these opportunity zones where there's lower taxes and stuff like that, but this is different. This is where more risk-taking can take place. And you maybe you're absolved of some of the legal ramifications. You go to these opportunity zones, you, not as opportunity zones, you go to these innovation zones, and when you're in an innovation zone, you sign a little paper which says, you know, if I hurt myself or kill myself while I'm experimenting within this innovation zone, I'm not holding anyone else liable but myself. And maybe when we start doing these things, maybe when we start opening things up again, so we're not so concerned with our own safety when we invent, then maybe we can see all sorts of great new disruptive innovations coming out of that. Who knows? Maybe we'll see cures for diseases. Maybe we'll see new ways of transporting ourselves. Maybe we'll come up with brain implants or, or, or new ways of doing augmented reality. I don't know. We just don't know because we have to stop holding ourselves back from doing those things. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future.